0: Thank you for joining us on a More Elite Podcast with Tony May. Morley Podcast is purpose-built for America. Through our military veterans and military supporters, we show that the values and qualities that built this country, such as service, sacrifice, respect, and faith, are not dead. And More Elite Podcast builds community so individuals can improve their community. And Welcome to a Morley Podcast with Tony Main. I'll be your host today here at the St. Luke Ranger Outreach Center in beautiful uptown Columbus, Georgia. I'm blessed today to have a good friend of mine, Jeff Bearden. Jeff is the director of the local Columbus Fort Benning crew military um, mission. So up front, Jeff, thanks for being here. Appreciate you being thanks here. For having me. So Real, what what does crew military do on Fort Benning like what, what are what is that calling that you're that you're currently doing with your beautiful wife Melissa?
1: Well, how much time do we have uh, So uh, together my wife Melissa and I we serve as a local director here and what we do is is we work with the chaplains on post and commanders as well, and, and basically, it's for the spiritual fitness of soldiers and their family. Our primary ministry here is with the trainees in the basic training space. Uh, but we also have a couple other lanes of ministry in combat trauma recovery and marriage and family ministry as well. So crew, crew military is pretty
0: interesting, right? Because, you know, formerly uh, Campus Crusade for Christ, I think some folks who maybe went to some bigger colleges, even small schools have experienced it now. Now branded crew. Correct. And then mil- the military being a subset program of it. What's kind of neat is how it's basic training focused, right? I mean, primarily basic training focused with crew crew military.
1: Yeah, that's our that's our biggest what we call on-ramp. And we are in every basic training location for every branch of service across the U.S. And of course, a lot of that uh, is shut down now because of COVID. But, but some of them are starting to open back up. And so that's our biggest on ramp. And and we call that gateway because that's a, a soldier, sailor, airman or Marines gateway to the military. And so we try to we try to, to reach them early so that when they do go around the world, that they are spiritually fit and they are ready to serve. And we have people in, in many operational locations across the U.S., and around the world that we can connect them with to continue to disciple them and develop their spiritual fitness and plug them into serving themselves. I I
0: find it interesting that you're able to get access on a military installation. Nothing against the military. It's just kind of more of a sign of our times, right? One, um, a non-government, non-federal entity. Yep. on post it's not like you're an atheist right you're not paying for it to have t-shirts and there was a contractual relationship so how did how did you kind of develop and evolve that
1: well so mainly because we we don't really have our own agenda it's we're we're looking to create partnerships with the chaplain corps and with the local churches as well, because we we believe that we're all on the same team. And what we like to say is is we're there to wave the chaplain's banner. We're not there to plant the crew military flag. And so we want to come alongside chaplains and lock shields with them in the fight for the spiritual fitness of soldiers and their families. So with that being said, is, you know, we're we're there to serve them. We're there, we know that we're there as guests. Mm-hmm. and that we're there by invitation only. And and we make it very clear to the chaplains and the commanders that we're there to serve them and that we're there to support them in their, in their uh, religious support activities. So if we think in terms of our CAST organization chart, you're almost trying to be a
0: dotted line right. under the chaplains, not a separate PowerPoint slide and program.
1: No, and, we, and, and some chaplains come to view us as part of the unit ministry team, and we uh, and they, they keep us aware of the things that they have going on with the intent of seeing how we can help them accomplish what they need to accomplish. Well, Fort Benning's huge,
0: right? Yeah, infantry, is, armor, one of the largest basic training facilities in the nation. So I'm thinking it's probably more than just yourself and Melissa trying to right. minister to maybe on a... A weekend week uh,
1: thousand two thousand folks yeah so we have we have a team somewhere uh, between 25 and 30 people uh, most of those people serve in our gateway ministry to the trainees but then we also we have uh, about three people on our reboot team when we do uh, reboot combat trauma recovery courses which is a 12 week course so we have people on that team as well we also have some folks. are interested in serving in in another one of our on-ramps and hosting uh, an art of marriage small group and we're also planning an art of marriage weekend event uh, in cooperation with a chaplain and saint luke church and so that will provide some people an opportunity to serve there as well
0: all right so it sounds like there's the foundational element but also when there's opportunities to serve there's branches and so you're looking and it's not just here at fort benny right so crew military. Wherever there's basic training, so it sounds like there is a volunteer base um, that you're you're kind of seeking. How do you go about trying to find those volunteers?
1: Well, it's just it's it's basic recruiting efforts, and sometimes it's you know uh, targets of opportunity, people that we meet, and they express a, a heart for the military, and so we tell them the opportunities to serve. As a matter of fact, my wife Melissa just had a. Had a phone call this morning with some folks from a church in another town, uh, some friends of ours, and they're they're looking for missions opportunities. And so she spent some time with her talking about what that looks like here at Fort Benning. Uh, but we're in we're in 50 states, two territories, 32 countries uh, around the world, and like you said, in every basic training location for every branch. So there are uh, there are about somewhere around 400 full and part-time staff and hundreds of volunteers that serve with crew military across the U.S. and around the world. And so there are, there are tons of opportunities uh, to serve the military community and to serve the chaplaincy alongside them.
0: Well, I think that should be inspiring for those that have that heart of service, uh, the desire to increase the spiritual fitness um, of, of the military. So, so there's, there's options, there's opportunities for someone who's near one of those basic training boot camps to be able to do it. But what I want to switch to, okay. you had a transition of your own, I did. right? And you are a PK. You are a preacher's kid with a little bit of a wild streak. You served for 22 years, but you didn't go directly into the ministry.
1: Can you talk about your transition and what that kind of looked like? So... Um So I spent over 22 years uh, in the Army uh, as an infantryman. I retired in February of 2008, and I was blessed and fortunate enough. uh, Three weeks later, I walked into a a great job in the corporate world, and I I was a uh, a training and development director for a Fortune 500 company. And I did that for 11 years. And we we moved back to our hometown in North Georgia, Adairsville, Georgia. It's a small town, uh, wonderful people there. Uh, I think it's, you know, small towns that, that make America great. And and so we were, you know, we were plugged into a local church there and, and working and serving, but we always felt that pull back to the military community and both of our sons uh, are career soldiers as well. So we were connected that way, but we had a heart to serve the military community. And that wasn't really possible in Adairsville, Georgia, because you're, you know, several hundred miles from the nearest installation, and so uh, about a th- little over three years ago on Easter Sunday, 2018, uh, the Lord really spoke to my wife first, and uh, uh, through some through some things, she she said to me, she said, I, "I feel like God's calling us," or she said, "We need to go back to our people, meaning Army people." She said, and I, I and I feel like God's calling us to Fort Benning, and I said. I think you're right. Now we we've been married almost 36 years now, and we're both firstborns. We're both A-type personalities, high capacity. So, needless to say, we don't always immediately agree on everything. But in that moment, I, I completely agreed with her, and so we knew the we knew the direction God wanted us to go in. We just needed to determine the path, and so we contacted several uh, military ministries, and we landed with Crew Military. And, and it turns out that they had been praying for someone like us, with a heart for the military, with a tie to Fort Benning, uh, uh, And they had been praying for that for, for a few years. And, and, and here we are, three years later. So And look at that. So 30th AG, the
0: reception battalion at Fort Benning, you never know when you're come who you thought you'd be all bearded. A little bit wiser, look a lot you know, different like, than I did 36 years ago, sitting in 30th. So, and don't those don't those soldiers look so young they in the 30th AG with that head shaved, wide eyed? They do. Ready for the ready for the rest of the world. So let's go. Let's talk about your family a little bit because you do you you do come from um, a background where faith was important, right? And now you have your own sons in the military.
1: Yes, so so I grew up uh, in an even smaller town than there's well. I grew up in Emerson, Georgia, and my dad was a was a bivocational pastor, meaning that he worked a forty hour week and pastored a church. And so my earliest memories uh, are are running up and down the center aisle of a of a small country church. As a matter of fact, I have a have a scar beside one of my eyes where I I, I crashed into one of those old wooden benches. And so I, I like to say that I, I cut my teeth on the back of an old church pew, you know. So I grew up, my, my dad pastored all my life uh, until I went in the military uh, and he continued to pastor after that. And then, uh, and so that, you know, I, I, growing up in church like that, there's always that awareness of, of faith and always that, that kind of that aptitude, I guess, to serve. And so the military meets that that desire to serve to a degree and the 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 key is is how to match your your faith and your military service together and it took me a few years to figure that out uh and then and then retiring it it changed the game and you know moving to back back home where there is no real military community there and so that kind of changed the game and 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 it's just you always have that desire to serve and you just have to figure out what that path is and and where God's leading you to serve. Does that make sense? Does that answer your question? (laughs) It it was, yeah, you're, you're on it. I I think.
0: And and so that service piece I wanted to let's go then back forward to what you see at, 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 the reception battalion, young kids from all over America. What would you tell the audience in terms of when you look out into those eyes, are you seeing brokenness? Are you seeing um, hope? Are you seeing fear? What, 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 what do you see as you're getting ready to instruct and, and teach and bring volunteers in to meet, meet these very young soldiers?
1: Yeah. we, and, and just to give a little context around that. So the reception battalion in any, in any army installation that, that does basic training has a reception battalion. And so that's where, uh, New arrivals come before they actually start basic training and they get their head shaved, they get their uniform, they get their shots, they get their pace started, and all that stuff. So they're only there for a matter of days. So we typically only see them there for one Sunday. And so uh, the chaplains uh, for that brigade have a chapel service there. And we support that chapel service, setting up a resource table, making sure every soldier that comes in the door gets a Bible. And what we call a spiritual fitness kit. And then we just kind of greet and usher and welcome them to chapel. And and so we support that. And then immediately following that, the chaplain hands it over to us and we do a spiritual fitness class. But all those things you said, we we see all of those things. And so that's a great opportunity for us uh, and our team as an and as an organization to affirm them in the fact that they are here at Fort Benning and they are in basic training. And what I like to tell them is is that is that I believe, and we believe that that they're there to serve God's purposes. That that the God of the universe brought them there. We believe that He created them with the heart of a warrior and that desire that they have to stand up and fight for what is right, for what is true, for what is noble, for what is just. I believe was divinely written into your into their DNA by the God of the universe, and that's what brought them there. And we just try to affirm them and encourage them with that. And I and I tell them, you know, if you. It, I'm a believer and and the Bible is my foundation. And so I'm going to go with what the Bible says. And it says in Genesis chapter chapter 1 verse 27, it says that we're created in the image of God. And then throughout the Bible, we read about those images. And in the very next book in Exodus chapter 15 and verse 3, it says the Lord is a warrior. So if he's a warrior and we're created in his image, what that tells me is that he created us with the heart of a warrior and, and that he wants us to fight for those things that are right and true and noble and just. And I tell the trainees, that's what brought them there. And they're, there, that they're not here by accident, they're here by design. And that they need to hold on to that because it's going to challenge them. It's going to be difficult. It's going to be the hardest thing they've probably ever done in their life. But they're here for a purpose. And that purpose is to, is to serve their country and to serve God and to serve others. You know, I heard in a, in a study that you can't
0: have a testimony without That's being right. tested. And so being able to to speak with young recruits of all the services as crew military does really provide an opportunity. They're going through they're going through one of life's tests, one, one that they chose yep. to go through and they will have a testimony. So we can see how crew military it can, can deepen that. So, here locally, I like kind, of like kind of in what's coming up as we get ready, go through the holidays, go to 2022, New Year. What's on the horizons here in Fort Benning, Columbus area with crew military?
1: Wow. So, there's a lot going on. So, we will, after the first of the year, of course, the soldiers are going to go on holiday block leave. So, we'll continue our discipleship for trainees after the holidays. Uh, We also, I think I mentioned earlier, we have an Art of Marriage small group coming up that's going to be military focused. Uh, We're also working with a chaplain to plan an Art of Marriage weekend event. So that'll be like a Friday night, Saturday versus a six-week small group for folks that can't commit to a six-week small group. Uh, We're wrapping up a reboot combat trauma recovery course now here uh, in the middle of December. And then we've of course, we'll have one again sometime in the spring, or maybe the fall, or maybe both. Uh, it just it just all depends. Uh, but we've got a got a lot of things going on. We have basically three lanes of ministry, and we try to cover all of those here at Fort Benning, just as the ministry grows. Well, we know that, especially in today's environment, that the
0: chaplains they're some of the most overworked. Individuals the and the chaplain assistants, right? The that army. that that unit ministry team, what we call mm-hmm. call it, in at least the army is overtaxed. So it's good to know if there are people who want to help out. There's an organization to do it, right? So how would, after listening, whether someone is here locally or nationwide. Right. How do they best reach out to crew military?
1: So if you go to crewmilitary.org, that's C-R-U, crewmilitary.org. And you can look around on the website there. And and there's um, part of the menu. uh, You'll see opportunities to serve. And if you just click on that, it'll talk a little bit about that. And there's a what's called a volunteer interest form or maybe a volunteer inquiry form. And that's a form that you can fill out electronically online there and submit and then that'll go to our LDHR and, and they'll contact you, uh, depending on your uh, geographical location. And they'll talk about opportunities to serve where you are. And, and we're, we're all over the country and, and all over the world. So there's plenty of opportunities to do that. I thought, you know, it's been said the strength of the nation is in the
0: strength of the military. But That's this right. military gets its strength from people. That's right. People who want to serve. And that foundational principle to want to serve is somehow rooted in faith or community or a belief in something higher than oneself. So I want to appreciate and say thank you uh, to you and your wife. Share some appreciation for y'all coming on today. We appreciate that you partnered with local churches, especially here, the Ranger Outreach Center and uh, St. Luke United Methodist Church in Uptown Columbus. We've yes. been blessed by this and to see the growth where it's
1: going. we. We couldn't be more happy, uh, and same here, man. We we so appreciate that partnership with St. Luke and, and the Ranger Outreach Center, and, and and that's our goal is to is to create those partnerships between between us, local church, and chaplaincy, because we're all on the same team. We're we're all on the same team, and we're all uh, looking to to push the kingdom forward, and we all seek uh, to minister to the needs of the military community. So we just we just appreciate that partnership. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You know how you get more resources? You share
0: amongst like-minded groups. That's how you get more That's resources. Right. So once again, thank you for being here. I want to wish you and your wife, your entire family, a happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas as I am aware that is already Christmas season now before Thanksgiving as the stores have let right. me know. Um, not quite calendar appropriate for a kid from the Midwest, but thank you once again, Jeff. And so I also want to give a thank to St. Luke Church. They provide this building, the Ranger Outreach Absolutely. Center here, out of the, the care um, that, that they want to provide to our forbidding military populations, especially um, our Army Rangers. We going to thank our sponsors of the podcast, the Texas Silver Rush and Joe Remney. And Joe, you get well soon, buddy. Um, We can't wait to see how you're how you do with Patriot Challenge and your traveling tribe. Um, In Dahlonega, Georgia, we got a very special friend in Art Attaway and Three Rangers Brewery. We appreciate all the support that he provides and Rockport Wealth Advisors and Veteran Investment Planning. Appreciate the financial literacy programs that they are providing our active duty military so they can start their journey earlier rather than later. Have a great Thanksgiving, everyone, and we'll see you again on the next Elite podcast. Until then, take the rest of your time today and do something positive for someone else. Rangers, we we'll right. We hope you enjoyed a more Elite podcast with Tony Maine, and we appreciate your viewership. If you'd like to hear more from Tony or one of his guests, you can view or listen to past episodes at tonymaine.podbean.com. Until next time, be a community builder for America.